not sure what's going on here. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Keefe, late night Keefe here on the East Coast instead of the West Coast here for ghostcoldbang.com's weekly ritual news show. Here's what we do every week. Uh, we do the lay of the land. We bring you all the rock and metal news of the week. Um, I am up and possibly late once again. Doesn't matter what coast I'm on. Blue Street Mamas is here. Uh, as I like to say every week, the best experience for this show is on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook. But if you're hanging out on TikTok, if you're hanging out on Instagram, I will do my best to make it enjoyable for you. Um, this is what I do. We do the news. Um, do a little bit of the housekeeping. I'm going to try a new layout this week and see what happens. See if this works. Can add this back. I'm going to try to do this. If you're watching on one of the streaming platforms, I'm going to try to do one of these platforms. Um, and I'm going to try to make this one quick. So uh, we do the housekeeping of the show, the introductions, the announcements, usually some grave and or good news. And then we talk about our features here at Ghost Cult, maybe some of our affiliate partners. Then we give you the big festivals, the big festival news, stuff that's happening right now, stuff that's been announced. And then um, after that, we do the concert tours and one-off shows of note. And then we give you the major stories of the week. And then I usually bust out something from my mailbag and we take it on home. I think there's some new music drops in there as well. Some new, new music Friday action. We are on Friday all over the world now. Um, meant to go live earlier tonight did not happen for a few reasons, some technical, some other. And uh, yeah, here we are. Cheers to you guys. I have a seltzer uh, late night. East Coast got the polar seltzer. Polar's on the West Coast too, but just have a better variety of flavors out here. Uh, and everybody knows this is my jam when I'm not drinking coffee, water, or booze. So, cheers. Also, also, if you want to help keep this enterprise afloat 11 years and counting, we are one of the major daily music, rock, and metal news sites in the world. In terms of volume, what we do, who is following, etc., and uh, but if you want to help us keep the lights on, definitely go ahead and give us a donation, a super chat, or a super thanks on YouTube is much appreciated. Uh, if you're watching on one of these platforms and you're new to us, you probably are. Give us a follow. We appreciate it. Thank you. So we're going to try to do this new view where you get more of me. Let's see if that pays off. We'll see how I like it. So here we are. This is uh, eight, August 11th. Hard to believe. Summer is halfway gone, and uh, we're almost into the autumn. Crazy. So here's the announcements. There's a lot of uh, tough news here. A lot of tough news this week. Uh, you know, first and foremost, Robbie Robertson died. Uh, you know, classic rock fans and blues guitar fans and movie soundtrack fans know Robbie Robertson, most famously of the band, which originally backed up Bob Dylan in the late 60s when he went electric. And then the band had their own career. Robbie split from them, became a very well-known producer, solo artist, composer, uh, you know, long association with Martin Scorsese, if you're watching this on the streams. 
and you see this image of him in front of the step and repeat for the Irishman. That was one of his last things he composed was the soundtrack to the Irishman with his buddy, Martin Scorsese. So yeah, rest in power, Robbie Robertson. Uh, this is a tough one. Um, just, just super sad. This is, uh, John, uh, I'm sorry, uh, get my people backwards. This is Brad Thompson, uh, original co-founder of the, uh, Tony Danza tap dance experience, math rock, math core band. He passed away this week. He had a surgery earlier in the week. No cause of death was revealed, but, uh, he passed away following that surgery. Evil Rob is here. I'm wearing my Evil Rob hat. I wonder if he noticed that I have my Evil Rob hat on. Uh, Evil Rob, I will see you in a few weeks. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, just uh, just a bummer about Brad. Just a bummer. Uh, you know, young guy. And a uh, fun band, band I saw several times live uh, in the heyday. Um, people did not know what they were experiencing when they watched them, uh, no pun intended, uh, especially at New England Hardcore Metal Fest. Uh, people did not know what to make of that band, but they were super fun and creative, which I always appreciated. How about you? Uh, also, if you've ever seen the uh, documentary film Searching for Sugarman, this is a six-do... Six Sugarman Rodriguez, who passed away at 81 years old this week. Um, today, I think, yesterday. Um, again, no cause of death revealed that I know of, but uh, if you want to see a really cool music documentary about kind of an underground artist and got a claim later in life, Searching for Sugarman is your doc and uh, this guy. Um, yep, I, I have three or four hats with me on the East Coast, Rob. Yours is one of them. Kind of goes with everything, you know, that's the red and the white. Very cool. It's very festive, even when you're giving bad news. I think if you give bad news in a festive shirt or hat, it feels a little less painful. And Rob is Rob is up late. He's a night owl like me. So check out Evil Rob photos on Instagram. And if you want to see some of the best concert photos in the world, that's my opinion. And I stand by that. Uh, so here we have John Hardwick. This is I was got my slides mixed up. John Hardwick uh, is the voice of Dale Gribble from King of the Hill. He died today. Um, just a lot of loss in the world this year, man. Uh, we're just losing people left and right. Another guy, not that old. Uh, but he had that Dale voice down pat. Um, maybe one of the most beloved King of the Hill characters. Uh, you know, voice actor, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then... Uh, William Friedkin, a legendary film director. You probably know him best for The Exorcist and The French Connection, but he also had To Live and Die in L.A., the iconic film Cruising. Uh, just an incredible visionary director. Um, and I don't use that word a lot, but visionary in terms of his scope of his movies was vast if you're a big movie fan. You might know his work, um, but again, Exorcist and French Connection, probably the best two best known films of his. Very sad. Um, uh, we're still raising awareness. Uh, the link in our description and the link in our, uh, I believe it's in our link tree, the Year of the Knife fundraiser. I uh, haven't had any updates on Maddie Watkins. 
the front person of that band that's going to need a lot of TLC and long medical recovery to get back to 100%. We're keeping our fingers crossed for a full recovery. For Maddie, if you can help donate to this fundraiser, uh, even though they hit their early goals, it's just medical bills in America are obscenely high, especially for traumatic long-term care type of injuries. So, yeah, just uh, if you can give, please give. Also, also, we're still promoting the Fine Shammy Records Solidarity Voices Comp. This is a charity compilation we got behind, and we're very excited about promoting, and we donated to, I personally donated to. And this is to raise money uh, for the uh, defense fund for the Teamsters fight for UPS here in, or there in the Bay Area. I'm not at home. I'm on the East Coast, but... Uh, Still matters to me, still an important cause. And find Shammy Records, you're gonna be hearing a lot about that label soon at ghostcultman.com. And so just I like to bring the memes and remind people that uh, we're on all the socials. Uh, clearly you're watching this if you're watching this right now on the streams, but uh, you know we're here on all the social medias. Oh, hey, I didn't notice you there to uh, Anti-Mazbeast. Um, thank you for the donation, pal. Uh, if there's anything we can help share, what you got going on? Anti Mosby's has new music coming eventually. Working on it now. Love to hear it when it comes. And uh, it's been a band we've supported here at the channel and on our site before. But uh, yeah, Saturday night versus Monday morning uh, for you metalheads. Um, in case you uh, don't get to watch these live streams and you're interested, we have a mailing list that we share usually on Twitter and our website and our Facebook and things. And if you want to sign up and just get news once a week sent right to you instead of every day, which could be grading on you, hit us up, sign up. We appreciate it. Uh, Anti-Mosby's Gabe, you might be up late gaming. I'm up late doing this doing this show and then I'm going to bed. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, X, formerly Twitter, still a mess. Not sure how I feel about it, but we're on it. Um, we'll rapid fire through these threads. Not really posting there, but we're there if you want to give us a follow. Might start posting there soon. We'll see. We're on Discord. We're on Reddit. Get a digest of metal and rock news delivered right to you. These videos end up as a notification there also in case you just don't want to follow all the things. It's annoying. It's getting to be too much. Too many networks. Do we really need another social network? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We're also on Twitch. If you're watching this right now on Twitch, thank you very much. And uh, drop us a follow. We appreciate a sub or a gift of some kind there. And I will eventually, I have a bunch of um, unboxing vinyl stuff coming soon that I think I'm going to just put up on Twitch. As well as some bringing back the five-minute review. I have some major releases coming up this fall, and I think a five-minute review is worthy. We're going to bring them back, do some more. Uh, in terms of the features this week, not a big week of features. I have a very busy week of work and personal stuff here on the East Coast. Uh, so uh, this is, if you are a fan of the punk rock band Against Me, I interviewed Inge Johansson, the former bass player of Against Me, and Inge has a brand new solo project called Gachaplan with a brand new album out. I cannot say it 
in Swedish, but the uh, English is Welcome to the Underground. And I had a wide-ranging interview, one of his very first in English, but he did pretty well, actually, got to be honest with you. He held his own with me and my verbose ass, and uh, it was really interesting talking to him. He talked about classic punk rock and being political and political punk and his timing against me, we reflected on a little bit together. And it was a really fun interview. Uh, a really, uh, it was really enjoyable. Uh, also, coming up on the, uh, we're going to talk about the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. We're going to run our interview with Kitty from Sick New World on Friday, a.k.a. today. But uh, tomorrow or whenever you're watching this, go to our podcasts. And let's just talk about the Ghost Cult podcast for a second. Here's me and Kitty. If you're watching on streaming, my fun, fun day Sunday Hawaiian shirt that I'll be wearing at some other festivals this year. I'll have to break that out on the last day of the fest. It's me with three quarters of Kitty. And it was a really great interview. We talked about the new music they're making and uh, the likelihood of a future tours and other stuff. They did play a brand new song at Sick New World called Vultures. So if you're a big Kitty fan, this is a fun little chat. I got both Lander sisters. Very rare to get them both in an interview at the same time. So I think I did pretty well. And uh, also at the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, you'll see another slide here. With our podcast logo, we did our monthly podcast. We ran our monthly podcast this week with my compadre, the senior editor of Ghost Cult, and the reviews editor and basically manages our entire writing staff outside of a few people that I manage. And that's uh, Steve Tovey, who's amazing. And we recapped the metal releases in July you might have missed and what we thought were the best ones, including the best one as voted on by our staff, the best album for July. And then we forecasted the rest of uh, August. So I think it'll be pretty interesting. Some killer records out. We're going to talk about New Music Friday later on in the show. Stick around. Or jump ahead. I don't, I've never done these um, chapters on YouTube. I do them for my other podcast. Maybe I should start doing these in chapters. Maybe some of you will watch different parts of the show if I do that. Let me know. Uh, another podcast we promote here at Ghost Cult is the Heavy Business Podcast, of which I was a guest at, in an episode that just aired. Uh, it's a, run by C-Squared Music Marketing and PR, and uh, it's a DIY music podcast. If you have a band, if you're a solo artist, if you're trying to make it in music, this is a podcast that gives away free information, interviews people from the industry, other people from bands, and people like myself who work in the business and try to help you. Free information for your band. I think it's a good thing. Also, also, I am the co-host of the Glacially Musical Podcast, Beer Metal and Swearing, Sometimes Vinyl, Nerdism, Hockey, Talk, Other Things. We have begun a brand new series airing today on the first five Cannibal Corpse albums. We've been not doing some metal lately, and I felt like we needed to bring it back with Force, Force Majeure and talk about eating back to life in depth, really discuss the origins of Cannibal Corpse and how they got to be where they are today. And they have a brand new album coming. We're going to talk about a new single later on in the show. Good times. Also, also, it's a good time to talk about our affiliate partner, Merch Bar. If you love metal merch, uh, I'm not at home in my studio. I'm, I'm in a hotel room on the East Coast. And, uh, but still, I'm rocking some of my metal merch today, some wristbands, some sweatbands, a metal hat, uh, a fun pop culture shirt, uh, the Mandalorian, this is the way. But Merch Bar has all your metal gear needs 
right there for you. And if you use our code at checkout at the link in our description at Ghost Cult Mag, you get a permanent discount every time you use that code. So uh, it's a win-win for us. It's a win-win for you. Check out Merch Bar for vinyl and shirts and hats and pins and patches and posters and everything. Flags, bandanas, everything you can imagine. Merch Bar. Check it out. The link in our description. All right. We're about to hit the festival news. I feel like we're doing a good job so far today. All right. Festival news this weekend. Oh, this is actually pretty interesting. So Vakken happened last weekend, and we brought you the news pretty much as it was happening about the torrential flooding, and thousands of people didn't get to get into the festival, including one of our guys, Cell Arts. And um, but he made the most of it by traveling around Germany and seeing some other metal shows. But what a heartbreaker if you were one of the people that bought tickets to Vakken and traveled to Germany and couldn't get in. It's always been my dream to go to Vakken in open air, and I hope to go someday. And of course, as they customarily do on the last day of the festival, they announced a good portion of their starter lineup for 2024, including Scorpions and Amanamarth and In Extremo and Blind Guardian and Pain. So uh, if you're gotten your eyes on Vakken for next year, they've announced some pretty killer bands already, including a couple of headline-worthy bands. I think it's pretty fun. Already taking place. Day one was yesterday. Bloodstock Open Air in Derbyshire, UK. Well, our staff is on hand to bring you the review yet again for the uh, umpteenth year in a row. Rich Price and Gaz Alcock. And uh, we're looking forward to their coverage. And uh, it's a killer festival. It's headlined by Killswitch Engaged, Meshuggah, and Megadeth. Halloween dropped out at the last minute, replaced by KK's Priest, led by K.K. Downing, formerly a Judas Priest, and Ripper Owens. So uh, I think it's pretty cool. Um, that's already happening. Chances are, if you're not already going, you're probably not going. But they always rebroadcast, pro-shoot the videos of every set, and always share either full sets or pretty iconic songs on their YouTubes. The bands all share stuff, so stay peeled for coverage from Ghost Cult as well as video content on their socials, including YouTube from Bloodstock. Good job by them every year. Inferno Fest has announced a bunch of other bands, including Winter Phyleth, Ultimas, Phantom Fire, and more to the festival. A lot of black metal and black and death metal. Uh, Ultimas, of course, has David Vincent from Morbid Angel. Winter Phyleth, again, <laughs> it's just the UK has all the killer bands lately, and Winter Violet is no ex ex exception. And uh, Phantom Fire is pretty cool. I need to check them out some more. Um, they are local to Bergen, Norway. So very cool. The home of black metal, if you will. Cool stuff there. Inferno. Also, also the Metal Devastation Festival coming up in October, which was the spark and the cause of the satanic panic of 2022, is back again in uh, Western Tennessee, I think it is. And um, yeah, they just dropped the trailer for the festival. So we're always keeping our eye on that festival. Our good homies in Casket Robbery are headlining. Super cool for the technical death metal band from Wisconsin and a bunch of other killer bands on that fest. So do check it out if you're in the Tennessee area. You might have a great time. 
uh, Cultivate Festival is coming to Chicago later this month. We're hoping to cover that one. Trying to get it confirmed. It's brought to you by Turnstile Promotions and Riot Fest Productions in Chicago. And it's kind of a hybrid of cannabis culture, DJs, stoner doom bands, some dance music, some hip hop. Uh, pretty cool. Jizza is going to perform all the Liquid Swords. Uh, uh, Graveyard is doing exclusive one-off in the U.S., just flying in for Chicago and out, as well as a bunch of other killer bands. I think the company band is playing. Super group of stoner rock guys. So very, very cool. Also, also, Ghost Cult is one of the sponsors of RPM Fest coming up this Labor Day weekend. I will be in attendance on site covering the show interviewing all the artists, having a great time, I assume, keeping the bugs off me with some spray, hopefully. And uh, yeah, I don't camp out, so uh, I'm going to figure out lodging pretty soon. But RPM Fest coming up fast, and another festival uh, I was going to promote, I guess I didn't, Riot Fest, but I was going to mention Riot Fest is coming up quick, and they just announced their after shows, including Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls and Danzig. So uh, lots of good stuff there. And Bayside, I think, is also doing one. Super cool. We'll talk more about that next week. So concerts, that's all the festival news. Let's do the concerts. Metallica kicked off their U.S. leg of the M, or North American leg of the uh, M72 tour. I don't want to leave you out, Canada and Canadians, but uh, I was in attendance and it was amazing. Look out for my review soon. And uh, yeah, I, you know, we've been talking about Metallica a lot. They played a couple of songs for the first time ever, including Shadows Follow. They dropped the Pro Shop version of that today. And uh, every city Metallica goes to, they do a Metallica takeover of the whole city for the weekend. Um, pretty exciting, unless you don't like Metallica, in which case, not exciting. Uh, when they're not on tour on those first shows of the weekend with Metallica, Pantara is doing headline dates with Lamb of God and a variety of opening bands. We saw Pantera on the Sunday, just recently here in Pennsylvania with Lamb of God and Child Bite, who I'm a huge fan of. We've interviewed them here at Ghost Cult, and I'll share it on our YouTube if you're interesting. More interested. If you're interesting, I'm interested in you. All right, Guns N' Roses kicked off their latest leg of their Forever World Tour since 2016, the biggest grossing tour in the world. Uh, played a three-hour set. By all accounts, killed it. Uh, they continue to throw some twists and turns. Uh, I believe they're dropping a new song today. So we'll be talking about that next week. But you can stay tuned to Ghost Call and our socials if they drop this new song. We're going to find out. Danzig had some interesting news this week. He's about to kick off a headline tour, the uh, 35th anniversary tour of his debut album, which he will play in its entirety with his killer band, uh, including Tommy Victor and Steve Zing. And I think he's got a backup drummer, not Johnny Kelly, this go-round. But uh, because of a tour bus shortage, which is a thing, apparently, Danzig has moved the first two dates of the tour, Vegas and Southern California, to the end of the tour. Um, just, just a shout-out to a YouTuber. I'm a big fan of Tank the Tech. If you know who you know, if you know, you know. He is a tour manager in the music industry, does do a lot of metal and punk and hardcore, and he's got a very interesting take on touring. 
and really gives you a behind the scenes on what it takes to just go on tour as a band and the realities of that, the money that's made, the decisions that happen, all the things. Tank the Tech on YouTube and I'm sure the other socials. I highly recommend it. Check them out. And you have my no bullshit guarantee on that guy. He's fantastic. Alrighty, coming up in just about three weeks, the Freaks on Parade tour with Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper, as well as Ministry and others. Very exciting stuff. Also announced this week, Dragon Force is signed to Napalm Records, and they're working on a new album probably for 2024. But in the meantime, they are going to embark on a huge headline tour with Amaranth and some other bands. Very fun stuff. Kicking off very soon is the co-headliner from Three Days Grace and Chevelle with direct support from Loathe. That is a really extreme and fun band to have open for Three Days Grace and Chevelle, by the way. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <clears throat> Elder is about to kick off an awesome headline tour once again. Uh, just you know, some of the best music made the last few years. I got to see them in 2022. They were phenomenal live. Definitely go see them. Psychedelic rock, stoner doom. Uh, less on the doom these days and more on the psychedelic desert rock, if you will. Definitely worth checking out. If you don't know, get acquainted. That's what I like to say. Get acquainted. Acid King, another stoner doom. Great. I just saw them recently. And uh, I am a big fan. Um... Hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Thank you for your comment here on uh, the tube of you. Thank you very much, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, Three Days Grace and Chevelle, very good show. Chevelle is great live. Three Days Grace is seen a couple of times. Very solid, if you like. The active rock and the butt rock, as we like to call them. But Acid King, for your stoner doom needs, they are about to embark on another big tour. Killer stuff. Love that band. Last weekend to see the final shows of Life of Agony's River Runs Red 30th Anniversary Tour, uh, celebrating 30 years in 2023. They are co-headlining with Sick of It All, always great live if you like and love the New York hardcore. I don't think my schedule matches up with this Life of Agony Tour right now, which is really bumming me out because I'm a major fan of their music. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a bummer. This weekend, tomorrow in Atlanta at the Earl, Royal Thunder, who we just interviewed Josh Weber a few weeks back, is holding their record release show for their recent album, Rebuilding the Mountain, out now on Spine Farm Records, as I scratch my back on camera. Anyway, um, incredible band, great album, great interview. Uh, we love Royal Thunder. Uh, phenomenal. New album's incredible. Definitely check them out. Steve Harris is pointing his bass at you. And you know what that means. That means it's an Iron Maiden story. Bruce Dickinson gave a tour recap online. It's not a picture of Bruce. It's a picture of Steve. But we always use a picture of Bruce. There's other members of Iron Maiden we love. And uh, Bruce commented in a recap video that after they do a brief tour of Canada, as well as... They're doing the Power Trip Festival, the much aligned and interesting Power Trip Festival. They have a special surprise announcement. I believe it's going to be the 2024 tour for Senjutsu. 
maybe it's going to be another one-off show, a festival, something. It will be in America, so it'll be interesting to see what else they do. But I think we're going to get a new... We're not going to get a new album. I don't think they possibly recorded a new album. Although they do tend to work in secrecy. Mark on YouTube writes, Hey, Raquel is here. Hey, Raquel, congratulations, by the way, are in order for our friend Raquel Figlo is now the official publicist for Cleopatra Records. Cleopatra Records, killer record label, great bands. We're big fans, longtime fans. They just dropped a whole bunch of new pre-orders on their Bandcamp, And uh, they have the new Cleopatra Records has recently signed Otep, who we're huge fans of. Dropped a new single today. New album, The Godslayer, coming soon, I believe in October. As well as, um, not on Cleopatra Records, but Otep is also dropping a 10-year anniversary, first time ever on vinyl for Hydra. I'm all over that. I definitely want to get my hands, my grubby hands on the Hydra vinyl. I don't have any OTEP on vinyl, actually. I don't think so. Um, Mark has seen both Three Days Grace and Chevelle two times, and his favorite band, 311, 46 times since 1997, and I and Avengers Avenged Sevenfold Live Ad. I just listened to that record again yesterday. It still holds up. Killer record. One of the best records of this year. We called it a very divisive record in our review, but I I think it's a grower. Uh, Big fan. Uh, You've seen 311 46 times. I don't think I've seen any band 46 times, but definitely almost 40 for Metallica in the 30s for Anthrax and Slayer. Slayer's broken up. Never going to see him again. So, uh, First concert at the Long Beach Arena was made in the infamous Maiden 87 Long Beach show. I feel like that's recorded on a real dead one, the second or third live album by Maiden. Uh, Great stuff, Mark. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being here, and thanks for, I hope you subbed to our channel. I really appreciate you being here. So Maiden, some teasing the announcement of the announcement, something I normally don't like. Uh, But thanks. Matt Black loves the content on Instagram and followed us. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate every single person that followed us. And I didn't mention this. If you're here on YouTube, we just hit 4,000 subs on YouTube. It's not a small number for us. We've been at it for a long time, but really only busting ass the last two and a half, three years on that YouTube. It was years of not much there. And now we've been consistent with the content, and I think it shows up why. Hatebreed, who has a bunch of touring going on this year, has announced a one-off show in Florida on the Devil's Night, the eve of Halloween, not Halloween Eve, I guess Halloween Eve, October 30th, with, God forbid, one of their few shows this year on the God Forbid reunion. Definitely don't miss that. Two bastions of East Coast metal and hardcore and metalcore. On Earth is teaming up with Revocation for a co-headline tour I'm super stoked for. Uh, both bands absolutely crush. Unearth new album out now. Revocation recent album out. Uh, just a bunch of killer bands. Also, also, if you love the punk, Jawbreaker, one of my favorite bands ever, finally fully announced their tour. They are also playing One Two Three Four Fest, possibly named for Jawbreaker. Uh, could be a Jawbreaker reference or just a punk rock reference. Ramones, but Jawbreaker has announced a bunch of headline tour dates. With Grumpster, I believe, and I'm forgetting, and Joyce Manor, also killer. Um, I don't think I'm going to get to see them this go around, but you never know when they might announce another San Francisco or Oakland show. 
since that was their hometown and is still partially their hometown for many years. Yep, I saw Drawbreaker three times last year and they were phenomenal. And I saw them for the first time in 1992 at a place called Tramps in New York City on 28th Street. If you know, you know. Um, yep, I agree. Case A Events Unfold New Records, great. Mark. Now, speaking of punks, no effects. Last couple of weeks, last couple of months to see the Punk and Drumlick slash No Effects 40th Anniversary Farewell Tour. Doesn't mean they're never going to play again live. It just means they're not going to tour extensively as the band is splitting off to do other things, including the Punk Rock Museum, which I attended and saw in Vegas that Fat Mike is in charge of and it uh, helped create. It's incredible. Go see it if you love Punk Rock. Speaking of some some Johnny's, Johnny Booth, the hardcore band, has announced some weekend shows later in the fall. Um, Repeater Radio is here. What's up, Repeater Radio? Thanks for being here. This is our weekly rock and metal news live show on all the streaming channels. And then John Five, now of Motley Crue somehow, and formerly of Rob Zombie, is announced the headline tour for John Five and the Creatures. His solo shows are always a lot of fun, very creepy. And uh, I guess you could probably presume there will be no Motley Crue shows during the early part of the year while John Five is on tour for like six to eight weeks to start the year. And then probably some Motley Crue tour dates that you, you probably want to avoid unless you've never seen them. I always say if you've never seen them, go see them. But if you've seen them, you're good. You're definitely good. All right. Cattle Decapitation has announced the headline tour. Uh, very excited. Their new record, one of the best of 2023, Terrasite on Metal Blade Records out now. Uh, there are some killer bands opening. You get you get the picture. Cattle, unreadable, almost unreadable logo, Cattle Decapitation. Good times, though. Okay, that's all the festivals and all of the tour dates and one-off shows and such. Now it's time for the major news stories of the week, followed by new music out today. Followed by the mailbag, followed by the big piece out. Okay. Alice Cooper dropped a new single today. His new album comes out in about two weeks. New song's called Road, I believe. And uh, this is a fun picture of him. Uh, Alice Cooper still kills it, man. I saw him a couple, just a couple years ago, and he was sensational. Guy's like 75 years old, and he outperforms younger bands. Pretty impressive. I think it's impressive. I think it's impressive. Uh, here's a big surprise from the world of hardcore. Uh, Hoya Rock from Manball has announced he is stepping down from the band in a few tours. I feel him and the band, uh, both Manball also made a statement uh, that the, they're kind of growing apart differently. Hoya claimed his kids got to eat, bro. And the band is kind of slowing down, and he's trying to work harder than ever. So he's not done with music, but he's just going to step away from Manball. There apparently is no animosity. Um, big Hoya Rock fans. Uh, I got a bunch of text messages that were saying, like, I should try to audition for Manball. I have not played in a band or bass in a band in many years, and nor am I probably good enough to play in Manball. But that would be really cool uh, and a lot of fun. I'm sure whoever they get will be amazing. Um, but yeah, Hoya Rock, stepping out, stepping off. This is Mega Ran, the underground rapper. We debuted the brand new Mega Ran single and video this week, The Story of Rap, which is actually a children's song 
uh, created from Megaran to his child, his son, to teach about the history of rap today, August 11th, if you're watching this live. But August 11th, if you're watching this on the recap, is the unofficial 50th anniversary of hip hop. I don't know how they determined that date. I think it was a house party that was DJed in the Bronx where hip hop was born. And yeah, that's today. So really cool, a lot of uh, activations, concerts, and things all over the world celebrating the birth of rap. And Mega Ran is a very cool and prolific underground rapper, but also works with major artists. He's got a new record coming out in the fall. And we were really proud to premiere his single. It was a little out of the box for Ghost Cult, but it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did it. Also, also, we were talking about last week, Bandcamp had a Bandcamp Friday last week. They have debuted a brand new tool called Live Streams. And if you followed bands on Bandcamp this week, you started to see them, especially bands with records coming out today, have announced streaming parties and live stream events. So you can schedule them in advance. Blast a notice out to all your followers and purchasers. You know, I give I give all the streaming platforms a lot of grief, but Bandcamp so far, even though they got bought by Rockstar Games, still doing a pretty decent job. Um, pretty decent job. So when when they when they do something right, I give I give credit where credits to. I try to. Okay, uh, this is Bleed from Within. They have a brand new song, "The Will to Resist" from the deluxe edition of their 2022 record, Shrine uh, Technical Death Metal and Metalcore. And uh, we're big fans. You should definitely check that band out. Bleed from within. One time in Bandcamp, that's exactly where they got the name from. Still pretty funny. Uh, we mentioned Otep earlier. Raquel Figlo was here and uh, Otep, new single, and new album coming and uh the album is actually a mostly covers of rap and metal songs and other non-rap and metal songs with an all-star cast of producers and contributors and a few originals so the uh, the ostracized single that came out today is actually one of the originals and it's fire i gotta just tell you it's fire if you like otep she's so killer i saw her on tour in may on the first tour date back since, uh, except for a couple of one-off shows celebrating the 20th anniversary of Sevastra. Um, the new Cooper, let me look, uh, Mark, I appreciate all these questions, man. You're a killer. Let's see if I can quickly pull up the new Coupola. Yeah, this silence is not helping anybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, Welcome to the Show is the new single, and the album is Road. I think I had it backwards a few minutes ago, and that is coming out on Hooper's longtime label, Ear Music. And so, yeah, Road. This is a second album in eight months. Uh, which I think is fantastic. Uh, guy's not slowing down at all. Not at all. Uh, yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. Soil Work, if you're a big fan of the uh, melodic death battle band, is putting out a 20th anniversary. Is it 20? Yeah, 15 years? 20 years? 
uh, anniversary edition of Stabbing the Drama, uh, one of their last records with their co-founder, Peter Witchers. I'm a huge Stabbing the Drama fan. It's kind of interesting how all the Swedish melodic death metal bands inspired the American metalcore bands of the early aughts. And then those bands also made records that kind of sounded like Unearth and Kill Switch Engage and As LA Dying. And so Stabbing the Drama, it's almost sold out. So if you want one of these vinyls, you better move your butt to soilwork.com and get one of these vinyls. There's a couple of color variants, but they sold out of the shirt bundle already. Uh, I had a, an old school Stabbing the Drama shirt. Um, uh, in, incredible, incredible album. <clears throat> um, are we talking about Cooper and Mark, the two albums in like eight months? Yeah, I definitely, Detroit Stories was the last one put out in last fall, and I thought it was fantastic. And then I think Coop had a covers record not that long ago. He's just busy. He's just keeping busy as long as he can. I really appreciate it. Uh, here's a band probably most of you don't know. Uh, if you, if you, Morgan Evans is here. Hi, Morgan. I hope you're well. Welcome to the live stream. I'm up where very late on the East Coast, <laughs> as if it was the West Coast. Um, different coast, same difference. Uh, go If you're an East Coaster like Morgan, you might, maybe you have heard of this band from New York City from the 1990s, Godamentis. Godamentis was an incredible death metal band. Now I'm going to tell you folks who think you follow a genre called deathcore. There was an original death metal style, a subgenre of death metal called deathcore, specific to the East Coast, to the Northeast, to New England and New York City, called deathcore or Bronx deathcore. If you're from my hometown, the Bronx, New York, and go to Memphis was Bronx deathcore. And they just put up a retrospective video on their YouTube channel. I will link it in the description. And it is 30 years 30 year anniversary of that band. And I got to play with that band and open for that band and play some minor metal festivals in my band playing days with them, which was absolutely wonderful and amazing. They're great people and a killer crushing band. And you should go look up their music. I don't know if their music is, not sure if their music is uh, on streaming, but I wish it was if it isn't. And uh, definitely want to check out that documentary. Um, other bands in the genre uh, would include in this early deathcore, death metal, East Coast death metal from the 90s would be Irate, who was a band that a lot of today's legends cite as an early forerunner. Um, and a bunch of other, you know, a bunch of other bands did. Yeah, just an incredible heavy music scene in, in the East Coast when I was coming up. Uh, somebody sent us a gift on TikTok. I want to say thank you. I didn't see who did it, but I just saw it kind of flash across the screen here. Uh, we're almost done with the news. Here is Scowl. We just had a podcast interview with Scowl. We saw them and interviewed Kat and Malachi at Sick New World Festival in Vegas. And Kat took to our socials this week to talk about people calling Scowl an industry plant. They have only been a band since 2019. Similar to Turnstile and Gel and Zulu and basically every band on Flat Spot Records and Mafa, there's a huge wave of interest in these hardcore adjacent or hardcore bands right now. It's humongous. And uh, Scowl just played the uh, Taco Bell halftime show for the soccer finals. 
Sorry about that. A coffee cough here. Um, but anyway, so Scowl can't clap back at the notion that they are an industry plant. And an industry plant in itself is almost always a terrible pejorative view that, uh, you know, women-led bands and non-binary people's-led bands. Um, hello, Jess Moore, if I said that correctly, and Black Spirit Tattoo. Thanks for being here. Black Spirit Tattoo, if you happen to be in Chicago or know any Chicago tattoo shops or tattooists, send me a DM. I'm looking for some ink when I go to Chicago for my birthday. Um, anywho, Scowl, killer band, absolutely killed at Sick New World Fest, has gotten everything they worked for. They were all members of that band, were in the hardcore scene for over a decade before Scowl happened. Don't be shitty. Let people let people have nice things. Let bands succeed. Let Turnstile get as big as they can get. They're playing Riot Fest. Chill out. They're playing right before Foo Fighters. Chill out about it. It's okay. You're not gonna. It's not gonna hurt your credibility to let them be happy and succeed and win. Industry plant is not really a thing. Um, Paramore. I'm gonna be honest with you. Did not love the new Paramore record. I love Haley, and I actually saw her solo go solo at one point and play a solo show in Boston and Jesse Leach's sort of um, stoner rock band opened for her solo project. I think Paramore is great and a lot of fun and fun live. So I'm live. Don't love the new album. This is why I just not, did not connect with me. It's a little too out there for me, but good for them and good for Paramore fans. We do love the punk here at Ghost Cult. This is killer. This is a new, a new supergroup has formed uh, with members of former and current members of Armored Saint, Anthrax, Violence, formerly Machine Head, Adrenaline Mob, Exodus, and Overkill and Shadows Fall. We don't know what the name of this band is, but it features John Bush on vocals in a, a sort of, he hinted at this in an interview we did with him last fall. I can link that here on YouTube. Phil Demmel, who's in every band right now. <laughs> From violence and formerly a machine head, Mike Orlando, an incredible shredding guitar player from the East Coast, formerly of Adrenaline Mob, Jack Gibson of Exodus, and Bittner from Overkill and Shadowsville. Just saw Bittner with Overkill, unbelievable. Don't know what the name of this band is, but they have written a whole album and it's going to come out eventually. So I'm super, I love me all the super groups. You could never um, do these super groups like 25, 30 years ago. You had to get contracts and get people to agree and you know, or you had cases like Jason Newstead would play on like everybody's album in secret and then Metallica found out about it and got mad at him. Then James went ahead and he was on a bunch of people's albums. It's cool to have these super groups. They're not always super, but sometimes they're killer, like Better Lovers, this new one with uh, Greg from Dillinger Escape Plan and the uh, three of the Every Time I Die guys. It's, it's pretty, pretty killer. Um, Right, name of the band should be old as F and don't care. You are so right, Mark. Um, if you like five of those Paramore songs, you like five more than I did. Anyway, I got jokes late at night. Uh, here is Cannibal Corpse looking very serious and severe here. They dropped a brand new song today. They have a new album coming out. I am likely to interview someone in the band once again. Had a few interviews with Cannibal Corpse over the year, including our stellar interview with Alex Webster. I might try to get Corpse Grinder this time around, but, uh, you know, always a fun time. I would 
take any of these kinds of interviews. Paul, I've met George, never done an interview with him. And again, we are doing a Cannibal Corpse discography run through the first five records on my other podcast, the Glacially Musical Podcast, which you can find on podcast networks and on YouTube. Give us a like and a follow, please. Trying to get that, get those subs up. We're almost done here. I think this is three quarters of the way through the news. Um, you know, this, we, as much as we talk about the most popular bands, it's important to keep it in the day and look at your underground bands because that is your future of metal and your future of rock are these underground artists. So um, Exiled Hope is a new band, a new solo project. And uh, I believe the genre tag is uh, uh, blackened power metal. So you can always be surprised by somebody. I really dig this single, it's called The Summoning. And uh, here's your artist, Sophie. And uh, yeah, Exiled Hope, check out the single. It's on Bandcamp, I believe it's on all streaming platforms. And uh, we shared that news this week and I was pretty stoked about them. Uh, also, also almost to the end here. Um, I think again, this is Bleed From Within accidentally twice. Uh, what are you gonna do? Hey. In case you missed the show last week, which I did on the fly after traveling for a day and a half, my former band or my band, I'm somehow still associated with Salted Wounds, has dropped their EP Dead Alive on Bandcamp. It'd be fun if you guys go check that out. I'm not on the EP. I am in this photo. If you're seeing this photo on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook, I'm in the background playing bass with my enormous army pants. That somebody commented on, but uh, Salt and Wounds come death metal, hardcore, and thrash metal all together. Uh, and uh, great band. We have an EP that we started recording and never finished. Don't know if we're ever gonna get that out there. One of my bands is this band, Salt and Wounds, named by James Hetfield of Metallica, by the way. Uh, I came into the band later on, later years, and uh, we did not, you know. Jury's out if we're gonna, we might make a video for one of the existing songs. We might eventually put a new track out. Uh, when you hear the Ghost Cult interviews and you hear that intro music, that's Salted Wounds. So people are always asking, like, what's that song? That's our band, Salted Wounds. Check it out. That's a co-owner of Ghost Cult on drums and myself, the other co-owner of Ghost Cult on bass. And um, my dear friends, Michael and Fahad on vocals and guitar and i saw fahad at metallica and he kind of came and hang out hung out with us this guy's aging in reverse i don't know why he's getting better looking and i'm getting older and older it's depressing but anyway here is one of the most hated and controversial people in metal nirbal of behemoth this is a big story this week behemoth's going to be opening the dancing tour and uh they were doing a charity drive to give money to unicef which raises money for starving children around the world. I think usually when people make fun of, when they make fun of um, charity things, they're making fun of UNICEF style charity fundraising things. And UNICEF decided they did not want Behemoth's money. So Behemoth turned around and gave it to another charity that needed it. But you know, fundraising's hard. Money's hard to come by for charity organizations. Don't be a dick. Behemoth, despite whatever you want to think about Nergal and Behemoth's message of Satanism, they had a pure intention when they raised the money, you know? Take the money. That's what I'm going to say. Mark, I'm going to type back to you. 
should have linked the band camp. Um, oh, that's funny when you send a message on StreamYard, it sends it to all the socials at once. That's great. Okay, um, we're almost done here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, New Music Friday. Let's do a quick rundown of all the new albums that came out today, and I'll give you things you should be buying, spinning, going to Bandcamp, Spotify, whatever. But if you can purchase something, that's always for the best. We appreciate it. So just call my list here. A little clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Here we go. Caskets, some modern contemporary metal on Sharp Tone Records and their record Reflections. Din of Celestial Birds. The Night is for Dreamers, uh, Cheery Wave, Post-Metal, Instrumental Metal, uh, Hail the Sun, can run that review overnight, Divine Intertention on Rude Records slash Equal Vision Records, which is a kind of a rocky, mathcore, post-hardcore band, the great bass legend Yaw Wobble, or Jaw Wobble, formerly of Public Image Limited, Put out a brand new album today, A Brief History of Now on the aforementioned Cleopatra Records, post-punk experimental music, Cataclysm, the great technical death metal band from Canada, put a new album out today, Goliath, pretty good review by our man Hans Lopez. That album is out on Nuclear Blast. Move is a brand new hardcore band on Triple B Records and their album Black Radical Love, very fine band, very good album. Neil Morse, the great progressive music legend, he's in a bunch of bands with Mike Portnoy, and he's got his own solo career as well. The Dreamer, Joseph, part one. Um, also out today, the split release from Resin and Venom Sabati, or Sabati. Uh, Silent Future on Blues Funeral Records, who also puts out new records from Acid Witch and others. Sort of psychedelic doom collab record. To Kill Achilles, say that five times fast, Recovery, another rock post-hardcore album on A Rising Empire, and probably one of the best records of 2023 came out today, Earn, A Feast on Sorrow on Candlelight Records. This band is brutal. They are crossover, post-hardcore, blackened, hardcore thrash. They are produced by Joe Duplantier from Gojira, and Joe is on the record as well as a guest. Unbelievable record. I gotta be honest with you, definitely my favorite so far of the second half of the year, the young second half of the year. Um, also out today is Werewolves, the death metal band from Australia. All My Enemies Look and Sound Like Me. Pretty good title. That's on Prosthetic Records. And that is most of the, you know, not every record, but that's a smattering of albums that came out today and uh, probably a bunch more. All right, Mark, thanks for being here. Appreciate you. And uh, now that we've done the New Music Friday, you know what time it is. The show is almost over and we do our mailbag and then we peace out. It is 3.14 a.m. I am very tired. So in our mailbag this week, you have two views of this book, this is the reissue of the Slayer 66th and two-thirds book, the Slayer Official Biography by D.X. Ferris. D.X. Ferris, an awesome author. In addition to this Slayer book, he's got a book out on Goodfellas. He's a blogger and a podcaster, just launched a new Slayer podcast, soundtrack by Chupacabra, who put an EP out last week. 
And I'm hoping to eat it finally and chasing DX virus for an interview for over a decade. And I sincerely hope to finally wrangle him to do a podcast or a video interview with me about this book. I love Slayer and I love this book. Uh, it's definitely worth picking up if you're an obsessive Slayer fan. This has more information on the band than anywhere else I've ever seen. And it's a new version with this new cover and some additional info and chapters, I believe, in it. So, and a new forward. So, a Slayer book. I will link it in the description where you can buy it, probably with our affiliate link from Amazon. And that is that. That is the show. The end is nigh. I love this. I kept this for a second week in a row. Rock and roll was invented by a gay black man from Georgia. That statement bothers you. We're talking about Little Richard. That statement bugs you. Tough shit. Uh, I am Keefe from GhostCultMag.com. If you've been here the whole show, thank you. Make sure you follow us at GhostCultMag. Again, the aforementioned newsletter is a thing you can sign up for and get the Once a Week Digest. You can sign up for Discord or Reddit and get a direct feed of social media. We'll skip so the rest of social media and get a direct feed of rock and metal stuff right to your inbox every week from us. And as I like to say every week, this juncture of the show, thanks for watching. It's a tough time in the world, so please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and stay as metal as humanly possible. Thanks for being here. Have a great weekend. We'll do it over again next week. I'm out.